Morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. News Radio 923. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi. This host used to play tournament soccer. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Jenna Barr. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. DeSantis. I, Ron DeSantis. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support, protect, and defend. That I will support, protect, and defend. The Constitution and government. The Constitution and government. Of the United States and of the state of Florida. Of the United States and of the state of Florida. That I am duly qualified to hold office. That I am duly qualified to hold office. Under the Constitution of the state. Under the Constitution of the state and that I will well and faithfully perform and that I will well and faithfully perform the duties of governor the duties of governor on which I am now about to enter on which I am now about to enter so help me god so help me god thank you there you go the beginning of the second term governor DeSantis. now here's what I thought was interesting is that the uh, chief justice uh, carlos muniz is the one who gave him the oath of office listen to how he says his name please repeat after me I, Ron DeSantis. And that's the way... That's the way you're supposed to say it. That's the way right? Ron DeSantis says it. Right. But listen to the way Ron DeSantis said it. I, Ron DeSantis. Da- Come on now! What is that supposed to be, Ron? Which way is it, brother? <laughs> I, I have been in an imaginary relationship with this man for a little <laughs> under a year, and I don't know. I I wonder Ron. if... I wonder <laughs> if somebody... He basically got with the consultants and said, look, if I'm be president... Ain't nobody going to say my name right. I might as well start saying it the way they're going to say it. Sure. Like Forte. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be on the show today, by the way? David Forte. Did you know that? He's the uh, one of the, he's the uh, um, what is it, the assistant city administrator for the deputy city administrator for the city of Pensacola. Uh, DC is on vacation, and so we're going to talk today. We had a lot Ooh. of really good stuff we're going to talk to David is about. Is he anyway, friends with DC? He is. All right. But yeah. Um, oh, so the inauguration yesterday was very interesting. The, the speech itself was fine. A lot of people are t- saying this was the uh, the pre-announcement for him running for president. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it that way. I It sounded to me very much like the kind of speech I would expect him to give. We did some good stuff, and, you know, freedom lives here in Florida. From the Space Coast to the Sun Coast, from St. John's to St. Lucie, from the streets of Hialeah to the Speedway in Daytona, from the Okeechobee all the way up to Micanopee, I never heard of that one. Freedom lives here in our great sunshine state of Florida. Yeah, I mean, all you know, it was very, to me, it's fine, but I thought very standard. You know, we are the bastion of freedom during crazy COVID times for, you know, the whole world coming here. Over the past few years, as so many states in our country grinded their citizens down, grinded? we in Florida lifted our people up. It's... 
ground, by the way, is the word. When other states consigned their people's freedom to the dustbin, Florida stood strongly as freedom's linchpin. Stood strong. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. In captaining the ship of state, we choose to navigate the boisterous sea of liberty rather than cower in the calm docks of despotism. One flowery expression too many, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's the kind of thing it's supposed to be. It's an, you know, a re-inauguration speech or whatever. And um, I, I, the, the grammar stuff bothers me, uh, but, you know, I, I joke. It doesn't, you know, how many speechwriters does it take to mess up a speech? Well, as many as they have. Um, so... <laughs> You know, but it was basically as good. Florida's winning in a bunch of categories. Florida's number one in higher education. Florida's pro-family. We're protecting kids and their innocence. And, you know, Florida's where wokeness goes to die. This bizarre but prevalent ideology that permeates these policy measures purports to act in the name of justice for the marginalized, but it frowns upon American institutions. It rejects merit and achievement, and it advocates identity essentialism. We reject this woke ideology. We seek normalcy, not philosophical lunacy. We will not allow reality, facts, and truth to become optional. We will never surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. That was probably the most rousing part of the speech, frankly. And he said that line before, so it's not brand new. We'll finish up with this in just a second. Before that, let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Five. Uh, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Watching uh, one accident in Milton. This is Wallace Lake Road and Quintet Road in Milton. Uh, it looks like an accident, but no roadblock this morning. Graffiti Bridge, uh, not showing any delays, but certainly you want to watch for that area because, of course, of uh, flooding. And I'm just checking the uh, text to make sure we don't miss anything. Certainly, if you see something, you can text it in. Uh, if you see areas of flooding or accidents, 437-1620. It's News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much. Uh, sure. Yeah, no, thanks so much, Candy. And yeah, the, yeah you know, we're still under a tornado watch. Uh, until 11 o'clock, but the storm is into Okaloosa County now. We're still getting rain on the back end of it, but the strong stuff has passed us by. If you missed the light show earlier, it was pretty spectacular. Lots and lots and lots of lightning. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah... January first. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving home on December 31st, driving down I-65 and watching all the fireworks. You know, all over the you place. You were driving on New Year's Eve. Yeah, God. coming home from St. Louis, listening yeah. to the bowl games. All right, uh, so four three seven sixteen twenty speech by Governor DeSantis yesterday. You know, wokeness goes to die in Florida. Our rights come from God, and they're threatened by you know government action. And you know, we're going to do the good thing. And it, I don't know. It, it to me, it was not the coming out for president speech that some people have styled it as. It was just a very I thought very standard kind of speech that I would have expected from the governor. In fact, it was a little bit uh, shorter than I expected, frankly, but you know, it was fine. What I thought was interesting, probably skipped by most people, but I'll explain why this is important here in a second. First thing, who sang the national anthem? Please remain standing for the singing of the national anthem by Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University concert soloist, Lilalita Forbes. You hear, you never hear it said that way, but that's FAMU, right? Yes. She was great. Can you see by the dawn's early light? Okay, but why would I feature this? She's black. Do you remember in the prior election 
when he was running against Andrew Gillum. Mm -hmm. And he got accused of being a racist. And then his inaugural, the first time, featured an almost an overabundance of minorities in or as a way of being like, dude, you guys are idiots. Right. <laughs> so right. I, he did it again. It's, I, it's subtext, okay? It wasn't focused on because the allegations of racism, which are absurd, were not nearly as pronounced this time because he's running against a white guy, so it doesn't favor the Democrats to make that argument. But, okay, so he does it again. He has a black singer. Which, I mean, she's fab. I'm not saying she was picked because she's black. I'm saying there's symbolism here. But not only that, who does he have to do the pledge? Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, led by Felix Rodriguez, recipient of the Governor's Medal of Freedom. Hispanic guy. Now, this is interesting. You may not have caught this. I don't think we aired this in its entirety, but this was a very interesting moment yesterday. Here, listen. This is Felix Rodriguez, recipient of the Governor's Medal of, Free uh, Medal of Freedom. I pledge alliance to the flag of the United States of America and to the, the and to the um, you can hear the crowd saying yes. it to the Republic for which stand individual with a nation with uh, and now they're not quite sure because he went back with liberty and and you can kind of hear people justice suggesting justice for all justice for all with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. And a huge rousing applause for him. Now, here's the thing. First of all, I love that, that the crowd was so supportive of him Absolutely. after the fact. I love yeah. that. But you might think, well, could they not have found a Hispanic guy who could actually say the pledge? Oh, you're going to feel bad if you thought that. Because I thought that. That was right. my thought. No, I'm sure, like, sure. come on, it's the inauguration. Can't we find somebody who is... Hispanic, but also can, you know, manage to get their way through the pledge effectively. Um, <laughs> Felix Rodriguez was a paramilitary operator with the uh, officer with the Central Intelligence Agency during the Bay of Pigs. He was a Cuban who fled the country and he came back as part of the invasion for he actually went into Cuba first to gather intelligence on the ground. He was later a colonel in the United States Army in the Vietnam War, he uh, was given the Medal of Freedom. He was born in Cuba in 41, studied in the U.S. at the age of 13, saw the Communist Revolution. Uh, he, uh, in 1960, he was in the Brigade 2506, uh, Cuban exiles that would later carry out the Bay of Pigs. Uh, he assisted with the capture and execution of Che Guevara in Bolivia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, this is this is a guy. What a okay? guy. He should be governor. Exa after becoming yeah, after becoming U.S. citizen, in 1969, enlisted in the army. Height of Vietnam War. How many people enlisted during Vietnam War? Uh, he did. Uh, achieved colonel. He got the CIA's Intelligence Star, one of the highest awards. He's got nine crosses for gallantry from the Republic of Vietnam. How you feel now about thinking weird about him saying the pledge? <laughs> you Man. say the pledge. Any way you like. That's right. Any way you like. And again, I think it's a mistake to overlook the symbolism. Is it Governor DeSantis with his gorgeous bride and gorgeous kids and all of this white guy is saying, black people, Hispanic people, you're all my people. He's clearly saying that, just like he said it the last time in his inauguration. 621 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. 
A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, if you're 64 turning 65, you're going to switch over on a Medicare. Very simple, very easy, no big deal. Lots of people have done it before, but you're likely to be getting emails and phone calls and letters, and it can seem confusing, and it can feel like there's pressure, and you're not sure what's going on, and this is why you call Ricky Stewart. She's a friend of mine. I've known her as long as we've lived here. Good people. Her whole family does insurance. She particularly handles this transition for United Healthcare, and the whole idea is simple. It's easy. But if you're not familiar with what supplement is and what advantage is and what Medicaid is and whether it applies to you and all that, it can feel overwhelming. It does not need to be that way. Just give her a call. She can help you with this. Ricky Stewart Insurance. Look her up online or give her a call. Her phone number 341-2185. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicaid. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Wake up with Andrew McKay in the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. This is Gary Gnu, and the No Gnu's is Good Gnu Show. The only TV Gnu's program guaranteed no gnus whatsoever. Is that the great space coaster? Oh, yeah. I love Gary Gnu. Hey, 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 ladies. And the Beastie Boys. Beastie middle-aged men. Nothing fits better with the Beastie Boys than Gary Gnu. That's true. 624 here on News Radio 92.3. You know, a whole, uh, it's basically people who are right around, what, 50 to 55? Or 29. Yeah, may uh, know the great space ghost. That's right. And everybody else is like, what was that? That's fine. Uh, so we've got this storm has basically moved over in Okaloosa now. Again, we're getting some trailing uh, just rainfall now, but the, the, the bulk of the semi-scary stuff, the lightning and the possibility of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes, that's all kind of moved off to our east, even though we are officially still under... I would actually expect uh, Mobile to t- lift that off here in the near future if they haven't already. So uh, we are under a, a tornado watch for the moment and a severe thunderstorm warning. So uh, just, you know, be careful and obviously watch out for the puddles and large puddles and flooding areas. You know where to watch. Uh, 624 on News Radio 923. I was just going to tell you something and then it went straight out of my head because we got talking about the Great Space Coaster. It does happen. Um, oh, did you see Did you see the other day what was on Graffiti Bridge? Oh, this is the best. Graffiti Bridge had basically somebody had put a sign up that made it look like a um, like a promotional sign that you might have for a body shop. 
basically. If you saw a billboard <laughs> that was for a body shop, it's kind of the best way I can describe it. Black background. I, bet I know why. Yeah, that's right. And the top line, and it basically turned the right hand side into a promotional sign. It said, "Drive through service, no appointment needed. Enter here, no wait." And then it had a kind of a airbrushed sort of graffiti-esque looking lettering. Graffiti Bridge Truck Conversions. We turn your stuffy closed cab truck into an open air convertible, now offering speedy AC unit removal. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Oh man, it's oh, the that's awesome. Best. They should leave that up there. I know. You that's be what, able to paint around it. That's what people said is like, we just found the perfect long term right. sign for it. Uh, um, but, you know, people come from the other direction up. too. Yeah, yeah they'll make true. it light up with the little sparkles and. Right. You know, we can like get a swordfish. Yeah, yeah. It, no, if that were if that were to work, which it should be soon. The old one. Uh, traffic on the fives now. Candy's got it. Uh, taking a look at our roads. Good news is uh, we're not showing a whole lot of slowdowns or delays. Wallace Lake Road and Quintet Road in Milton showing an accident, and we got a text. And and please keep these texts coming in. You see something? Traffic lighting Gulf Breeze at ninety eight and Fairpoint is flashing. Yellow has right away, but better be safe, obviously, because lots of people treat it as a four-way stop. See an accident? Traffic tip 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. What do they call you? Bob? No, your call sign. Uh, Bob. I read the most interesting article yesterday. I read the most interesting article yesterday in the New York Times about why now is the best time ever to be short, which I thought, oh, it's perfect. Oh, cool. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> you, you, you know what the argument is? The argument is that in the past when we were like hunters and gatherers and we had to, you know, fend off the wild animals and win in warfare and all that kind of stuff, then being tall was an advantage because you were strong. Nowadays, it's a disadvantage. And you know where this is likely. Maybe you don't suspect where this is going, but trust me, this is going to land in a transgressor somehow or other. They say that being short makes you better adapted for the modern environment because you don't need all of those physical strength and size kind of features, but also because you use fewer resources. You're better for the planet. You, If everybody could be just a little bit smaller, not necessarily you know thinner, maybe, uh, but if you could be a little bit shorter, you would not consume as many resources. You would be a uh, better or a less awful carbon polluter. You would be less consumptive of food, and you would be less producing of waste. And so short people are the wave of the future. We should actually, there was one guy, and this is, you know, of course, there's always going to be somebody to take it to that next degree, but... I saw this that somebody was uh, actually deliberately, you have an endocrinologist named Ada Grimberg. I'm so sorry for that name. Um, the scientific director of the Growth Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia said that uh, though heightism, uh, new words, I love new words, heightism exists, concerned parents wrongly think height is the key to success and belonging. And uh, another person, Arnie Hendricks, who is a six foot four lecturer and artist, uses performance and exhibitions to encourage people to embrace fewer inches. He's even restricted dairy from his son's diets and only allows them minimal sugar in an attempt to limit their growth to save them from the ills of height, which he knows firsthand. It's time for tall people to get off our high horses. He says, don't be overly confident when you are tall because you're probably going to die younger which is true. You have a longer lifespan if you're shorter and have more health problems and you are polluting more. 
Oh. That's weird. <laughs> it, why doesn't he get his kids starting to smoke? That yeah, might just help put too. them on cigars and right, you know man. whiskey and stay short, kids. See what happens. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Oh, interesting development. You've now got a law in place. Where was it? I just I just put the story away. I had it in front of me a second ago. Um, you've got a new law in place. Is it? Mm, sorry, I want to tell you where it is before I can figure it out. I thought it was Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. New law in place that requires you to verify your age before entering a porn site. And yeah. not just click and say, yes, I am. Provide an ID with a number that oh. can actually be validated. The definition is if more, if 33% of your content on your website is porn, then you have to provide this access portal, this extra additional check-through step, mm-hmm. which then they're not allowed to keep the information because porn site would never collect information on you. Come on. Anyway, the uh, sex addiction therapist, Lori Schlegel, who is also a Republican state legislator, heard the conversation about Billie Eilish, who says she got addicted to porn at Levin and it destroyed her brain. And uh, she put this law into place, and now in Louisiana, you have to prove that you're 18 in order to get in, in order to look at the porn. Just interesting. Because, you know, even though it's a constitutional right, you still might have an age requirement Fox for it. News, and I'm Chris Foster. The House reconvenes at noon. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy in three votes so far comes up short of being elected House Speaker. With 20 Republicans holding out, McCarthy can't be Speaker. The business of the House simply cannot begin. McCarthy has no plans to drop out, will stay on for a fourth ballot, even a fifth or sixth, according to sources close to him, if necessary. Fox's David Spunt. The driver of a car that went over a cliff in California is accused of doing it intentionally. The state highway patrol says 42-year-old Darmesh Patel will be booked in San Mateo County Jail on attempted murder and child abuse charges. That car went down on a section of the Pacific Coast Highway that had no guardrail. Two young children and a woman suffered injuries, and officials say it's a miracle the group survived. Fox's Kristen Mayo. Amber McLaughlin's executed in Missouri for the murder of an ex-girlfriend in 2003, the first openly transgender woman executed in the United States. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631, 72 degrees, showers around the area. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. We are under a tornado watch this morning, and Okaloosa County is under a severe thunderstorm warning right now. Brooke Richardson will have the latest for us in just about a couple of minutes from now. A man with a rap sheet longer than a children's book is back behind bars in Santa Rosa County after deputies found over 70 grams of fentanyl last Tuesday during a traffic stop. He is a frequent flyer with us. Matter of fact, he's a frequent flyer with everyone. This is his rap sheet right here so he's got 78 pages and he's just not getting a picture speaking with channel 3 sheriff bob johnson says 42 year old uh, jeremy dolan is facing multiple charges including drug trafficking and meth and fentanyl and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon he remains held on three hundred forty-two thousand dollars bond a second man 44 year old jeremiah hamilton was charged with resisting arrest and drug possession he's free after posting a two thousand dollar bond a former employee at navy federal credit union is accused of accessing member information and providing it to third party on the dark web. News Radio's Joe Ford has more. Investigators say this led to funds being stolen from the compromised accounts. 34-year-old Wade Hampton Helms was arrested on an FDLE warrant last week at his home in Arab, Alabama. Uh, while he was working at Navy Federal, he used to live in Pensacola. The investigation started this past September when Navy Federal's internal fraud investigators reached out to FDLE. Helms is facing over 40 felony charges, including 34 counts of unlawful possession of personal identification information. 
After being transported to the Escambia County Jail, Helms posted $47,000 bond on Saturday. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Escambia County finished the 2022 Keep the Wreath Green campaign with 16 red bulbs, representing 16 residential structural fires with damage in the month of December. For the most part, many of our structure fires that we had within the county did involve older homes with older wiring, perhaps were even exposed to certain elements that contributed to the fire. County spokesman Davis Wood says the county had 19 red bulbs last year, but just 10 the year before. While there were several pets that were unfortunately killed, thankfully none of the 16 fires resulted in any human fatalities. While showers are moving through the area, let's check the forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Temperatures will be cooling after the rain moved through earlier this morning. High today near 76 degrees, but temperatures fall throughout the afternoon and into the nighttime. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 53. For Thursday, we're going to have plenty of sunshine with a high near 68 degrees. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 44 and sunny weather will round out the work week with your high on Friday near 65 with mostly sunny skies. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And remember, under a tornado, watch until 11 a.m. this morning. Also, Okaloosa County's under a severe thunderstorm warning. That's uh, in, in effect for about another 15 minutes or so. But right now, let's check in with Candy Collison for traffic on the fives. All right. Light is flashing at Fairpoint and Highway 98 in Gulf Breeze. Yellow has right away. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. This is brought to you by Avalon HR. With everything going on, you need Avalon. Again, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Candy. Right now, 72 and rain in Pensacola, 72 also in Gulf Breeze, 73 degrees in Milton at 635. The next news is at 7, breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, Dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your Money Now. Tech-driven companies across industries have been laying off workers at the fastest pace since the pandemic shocked the global economy in 2020. Layoffs.FYI says collectively employers in the slumping tech sector cut more than 150,000 jobs in 2022. That compares with about 80,000 layoffs between March and December of 2020 and 15,000 in all of 2021. The estimates include large employers such as Facebook parent Meta Platforms and Amazon, as well as smaller businesses in the U.S. and abroad. Twitter says it plans to expand the political advertising it allows on the social media platform after banning most political ads in 2000. 19 and the latest policy change by new owner Elon Musk. The company also says it is relaxing its policy for cause-based ads in the U.S. Such ads call for people to take action, educate, and raise awareness in connection with the following categories, civic engagement, economic growth, and environmental stewardship. That's your money now. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 866-95-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. 
Bank. Call 866-95-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 866-95-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 866-95-STEEL. That's 866-957-8335. 866-95-STEEL. You may think when you file an insurance claim, the insurance company will do all they're supposed to do to pay out the claim. But insurance companies don't provide manuals to get fair insurance claim settlements. That's where Claimology steps in, giving you a voice when you've suffered property damage or business loss. Don't get lost when filing a claim. Contact Claimology at 850-684-4794 or online at insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. Claimology, noun, the art of science and application of fair insurance claim settlements. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today. PensacolaState.edu. Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News from 5 to 9. Then, it's Lifestyle Talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk from 9 to 11. Talk politics and current events with Brian Kilmeade from 11 to 1. Become debt-free with Dave Ramsey from 1 to 4. Then, drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now from 4 to 7. On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. You okay there, Rock Andy? Did I get you too good? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg has said more things. Um, she ended 2022 by again bringing up her, well, let's just say controversial views that other people are saying are anti-Semitic. And uh, she was doing an interview with uh, the Times, and she says, not for nothing is there no box on the census form for the Jewish race. Uh, so that leads me to believe that we're probably not a race. We? Anyway, um, uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about, but okay. Um, so the, the author of the piece doing the interviews points out that, um, what many people have already said, that the Nazis viewed the Jews as a race. Therefore, in that context, they should be discussed as such. Because this is the question of, you know, she made comments about how, well, you know what? Let me play the comments because that'll give you the backdrop to this if you haven't been following this on again, off again kind of conversation with her. It's, it's, I don't know, it's an interesting one. And of course, that's why I bring it up because I find it fascinating to talk about. But here are the original comments. This goes back to, God, was this last year? Or was this even the year before? But this is her original comments. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. 
No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. Well, yes. they no, consider it's Jews about, a different it, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. Well, but it's not about race. But these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, they have to black but people see them as white people. And they but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, Italian, everybody eats each other. Okay, so those the original comments, and, you know, most people would react to say, well, gosh, you know, the, the Nazis were pretty much uh, killing Jews because they were Jews. And so it was about race, even if they're both white, as she says. And, you know, there's some truth that it can be difficult to discern the difference between, say, uh, an Aryan and a Jew or whatever. That, okay, but it was clearly about racism in the sense most people believe, which is... These are differences biologically between people, even if they're slight. I mean, you can have racism like in Africa where you have genocide of blacks against blacks because different types of blacks, right? So just because they all happen to be black doesn't mean that they're all the same and that there's not those distinctions that are being put into play. In any case, she comes back the next day and she apologizes. If it'll play. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race, because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter, and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people, as they know and y'all know, because I've always done that. But then you have the follow-up of this interview that she just did not that long ago, within the month, that, um, you know, there's no box on the census form for the Jewish race, so maybe they're not a race. And the author, you know, the interviewer says, what about the Nazis? Nazis consider them a race. And she says... Um, but that's the killer, isn't it? The oppressor is telling you what you are. Why are you believing them? The Nazis, why would you believe what they're saying? As in, you don't let the evil people define you as a race. And it's a, it's a weird thing to, to camp out on. Like, it's a weird thing to make this the hill that you're willing to die on and fight on. She says, um, they did that to black people too, but it doesn't change the fact that you couldn't tell a Jew on the street. You could find me, like if Whoopi had been in Germany, uh, you couldn't find them. That was the point I was making, but you would have thought that I'd taken a big old stinky dump on the table, butt naked. So, Interesting choice of phrase. So, um, you know, Whoopi's got weird views, and it's it's a weird argument, too, because what it feels like she's trying to do is to say racism against blacks is special, and I feel like if we grant anti-Semitism the same place in the discussion as racism against blacks— that that somehow detracts from the significance of racism against blacks. And it doesn't. And if that's what she views, it just, that's what it feels like to me. I don't, I'm not saying that's what she said, but that's what it feels like. That's the only way I can make sense of this is like trying to protect the cognitive space of anti-black racism as being special. But in any case, it's, it's just an, but I'll tell you, it's also complicated because Judaism is a complicated topic because that can mean, you know, the religious practice of Judaism. It can mean, you know, that you have certain uh, racial features that tie you to that. It can mean that you have a nationality because Judaism is all of these things. 
Judaism is race, it's viewpoint, it's philosophy, it's religion, it's nationality. And and that's actually, you know, it might be a useful thing to just distinguish for a second. You know, what are the differences between these three categories, if you want to call them that? Uh, ethnicity, race, and nationalism. So race, you know, and I used to teach philosophy, so uh, every once in a while I, I like lag back into like teacher mode, and if I do, just you know snap your fingers at me or something. But um, race is physical characteristics, right? Race is physical characteristics that define you as being part of a certain group. Uh, skin color uh, can be you know hair color, texture, eyes, uh, shape, color, facial features, physical build, right? You recognize that these characteristics tend to clump together among certain people and not as much among other people. But race is a tricky one because obviously people can intermingle, intermarry, and you create children that then have mixtures of all of these. And there isn't like this one single thing that defines you. Like blonde hair doesn't make you one or the other, and black curly hair doesn't make you one or the other. It's, race is kind of a, if you have eight of the 15 and you're missing the other seven, you know, that that's kind of how it works. Ethnicity, which is kind of works the same way, but ethnicity is the idea of cultural characteristics, Language, accent, religion, style of dress, hair, you know, social customs, food, that kind of stuff. And again, it's not hard and fast. It's just kind of this clumping together. Uh, I'll finish this up in just a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. All right. Traffic on the Fives is brought to you by your local Staples store and a light flashing at Fairpoint 98 and Gulf Breeze and a traffic sign down between the New Baptist Hospital and Pensacola Christian College. That's on Brent, just west of the I-110. And it looks like there are law people on the scene, blue lights. So inside westbound turn lane is blocked on Brent to get on to I-110. Uh, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. Uh, Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small businesses and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store, staplesconnect.com. Again, traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So again, race is physical characteristics. Ethnicity is cultural characteristics, language, food, religion, things like that, dress. And then nationality is participation in a political unit typically by birth, but not necessarily. You can be naturalized also. So, you know, for example, um, you would say I'm race-wise, I'm white. Ethnicity, you might say American. You know, you might say a conservative Christian. Depends on how specific or not you want to get it. Uh, nationality, you would definitely say American, right? Or United States, if you prefer not to say American, because that includes Canada and Mexico and all that. Um, but what's, again, odd and a little bit challenging about Judaism as a group is uh, that Jews are a race, right? Jews are also an ethnicity, and Jews are also a nationality. And in which sense do you mean it? Well, at the time of the Holocaust, they weren't yet, they weren't a nationality of the sort we have today with having, you know, actually a political presence in Israel. But of course, they traced their roots originally to Israel. And so they were, even though they're displaced in the, 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 the diaspora. So what were the Nazis trying to do? Well, they were trying to exterminate them as a race because they viewed them as inferior. So is Whoopi wrong to claim that the Holocaust is not about race? Of course she's wrong, okay? But is she completely wrong in noticing that Judaism is kind of a complex thing and that being Jewish is not the same as being black? No, she's not totally wrong about that either. That's all. That's all I want to say. 648 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Oh, <laughs> this just as a... Like, since we're in the vicinity of talking about race, I saw this story, and it's, um, well, it's a fascinating one. This is definitely going to show up in a transgressor's 
Uh, headline, Time Magazine. Are you ready? Hold on to your steering wheel. Headline, Time Magazine. The white supremacist origins of exercise. And six other fascinating okay, facts what? about the history of U.S. physical fitness. No kidding. The headline, the white supremacist origins of exercise and six other surprising facts about the history of U.S. physical fitness. The book is Fit Nation, The Gains and Pains of America's Exercise Obsession by Natalia Mailman. Uh, sorry, Natalia Mailman Petzrella. I can't say her last name. Petzrella. P-E-T-R-Z-E-L-A. That is designed to be unpronounceable. Uh, so in, in her book, they ask her the question for Time Magazine, what's the most surprising thing you learned in your research? It was super interesting, reading the reflections of fitness enthusiasts in the early 20th century. They said we should get rid of corsets. Corsets are an assault on women's form, and that women should be lifting weights and gaining strength. At first, you feel like this is so progressive. Then you keep reading, and they're saying white women should start building up their strength because we need more white babies. They're writing during an incredible amount of immigration soon after enslaved people have been emancipated. This is totally a part of white supremacy project. So that was a real holy crap moment as a historian where a deep archival research really reveals the contradictions of this moment. <laughs> Listen, even if it's true that some of the early American elements of getting fit might have been motivated by or overlapping with an interest in perpetuating and protecting the white race. I mean, kind of like look at the early health grades like with Kellogg and some of the weird stuff that they were involved. I mean, you know. It's oh, my like, gosh. And, yeah. You know, it's just it just be really cautious about judging a thing on the basis of its origins, because even if let's let's grant her full blown conclusion, even if it is white, racist, supremacist, xenophobic Americans who came up with the idea of fitness in order to get white pe- white women healthier to have more babies, even if that were true. It doesn't mean that they were wrong what they discovered about fitness or that it's not useful stuff today. The origins do not dis- define the thing as it is today. So the headline, the white supremacist origins of exercise, it's just so clickbaity, right? And they got, you know, lit up a lot on social media. You know, things like, um, hey, Babylon B, Time Magazine is stealing your content. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> precisely the only way to fight against the white supremacy roots of exercise is by leading a sedentary life. Say no to exercise as a means of being an ally to people of color. <laughs> cool. This. And, um... Somebody says, I typed in gyms near me, and my God, Boulder, Colorado is a hub of Nazi meeting places. <laughs> That's pretty good. According to Time Magazine, when I exercise every day, I'm engaging in a white supremacist activity. And then the last one here, um, proper nutrition is a, is a clan plot? The Nazi roots of concern for hand washing? What is this? <laughs> 437 I'm Andrew McKay. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be discussing Great Southern Restaurant Week that's coming up this month and romantic dinners with your sweetie for Valentine's Day. That's all today at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, if you've got an import, a Beamer, Lexus, a Porsche, a Mercedes, a Genesis, Jaguar, you might think, and it's understandable, that you've got to go to the dealership to get you know, all your warranty service and your, your preventative maintenance, all that. Uh, you don't. 
you know, you can go to Bobby Likas on Davis Highway. They work on these cars all the time. It'll save you time and convenience. Obviously, it'll save you some money um, in addition to the money you spend getting over to the dealership, whatever. They work on these cars all the time. No problem. If you've got a diesel engine, same thing. You might think that's a dealership issue because the diesel engines are particular. Well, they are, but if you've got the mechanics who know how to work on them, and they do at Bobby Likas, no problem. Named a 2021 Carfax top-rated service center, 4.5 average reviews or above, and their website, carclinicservice.com, which is kind of the philosophy of treating your car like you treat your body. Go see a doctor routinely. Go see Bobby Likas routinely to prevent the big problems. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. The holidays mean special times with family, friends, and food. We often prepare higher fat content meals that if washed down the drain can cause fats, oil, and grease to stick to household plumbing, causing potential backups or sanitary sewer overflows. This holiday season, put your plumbing on a fat-free diet. Don't put fats, oils, or grease down the drain. The elimination of sanitary overflow begins with you, and you can learn more online at ecua.fl.gov slash live-green. Hey, it's Andrew McKay wishing you a happy new year from all of us at News Radio 92.3. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Average for a gallon of gas, 326. Florida is 330. In Texas, you got 288. And California has 444. 309 in Navarre, east at the Walmart. West at the Walmart is 291. A little bit. Oh, really? I'm just checking my prices here. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty substantial jump from the one to the other. So go west, young man. Um, <laughs> in, uh, let's see, in Tiger Point, we've got the Liberty Station has it at three. Oh, sorry, the Chevron is at 309. That's a little bit cheaper. If you're in Gulf Breeze proper, 325 at the Valero. If you're in Milton um, at the Raceway, it's 295 at the Murphy across from the Walmart and P Ridge is 295, and then Pace is 315 pretty much everywhere. Getting over into Pensacola looks like uh, no, that's not the right. Oh, look at that! They are listing Tom Thumb as Cumberland Farms now. They're starting to make the conversion. Walmart has 301 on Nine Mile, 295 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29, and then coming in from the southwest side. Uh, 295 looks like uh, once you get to pace, like the sit go at Garden is at 295, same price at the Shell, uh, a little bit farther north. All right, Steve uh, Taylor. Oh, sorry, but you know what? I'm all we're we're, we're doing a little bit n- new setup here, and so I'm a little bit out of sorts and trying to figure it all out. But let's get Steve after we get Candy with traffic on the fives. Go ahead, Candy. We're taking a look at the roads. Uh, we're not seeing a whole lot right now. We do see the light, uh, and I thought there'd be a lot because, of course, it's a tornado watch and everything, which is about to expire, I imagine, uh, maybe a little bit sooner because of what's happening. Light flashing at Fairpoint 98 and Gulf Breeze. Traffic sign uh, down between the New Baptist Hospital and Pensacola Christian College on Brent. This is west of the I-110. Now, access to 110 is clear if you're in the westbound turn lane on Brent. It turns into the new hospital. It looks like that's blocked, and it looks like there is a sign down. Traffic tips, 6437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, 
dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now to the newsroom with Steve Taylor and our headlines. Well, the House is going to reconvene at noon Eastern time for the second day of the 118th Congress, which can't do anything until the Speaker's <laughs> elected. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy came up short three times yesterday as a group of hard-right Republicans blocked the California congressman's ascension to Speaker. They're going to vote again today, and we'll see what happens. President Biden's traveling to Kentucky, where he's talking about how the administration's economic plan is helping to rebuild the nation's infrastructure. Today's event is a bipartisan affair, which will see Biden joined by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, and Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. A survey shows seeking therapy is the top New Year's resolution in most states. You see, uh, seeking therapy is tops in uh, 12 states, followed by losing weight in eight states. Among the states with therapy is the most popular includes Florida. You guys have any resolutions that you're managing to keep? Maybe? I'm not allowed to say it out loud. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, I, I've kept the same one every year and Just managed to do it. It's not do it. Yes. Basically, my resolution was always don't make any resolutions. <laughs> well done. Yes. You can never fail at that. Never, never. Unless somebody <laughs> tricks you into making a resolution, in which case. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those are your headlines. Thanks so much for the update. Oh, remember I had said earlier that I thought that we would expire, the tornado watch would expire, and sure enough, the one, this is funny, about an hour ago, they did cancel the one for Escambia in both uh, states, Escambia, Alabama, and Escambia, Florida, but we uh, have not yet officially canceled the one for uh, Santa Rosa or Okaloosa, but based on where the storm is, which is Walton County <laughs> going east, right? Mm, I, think we're, I think we're in the clear. 657 here on News Radio 92.3. True. Oh, it's time for future news. Sorry about that. Like I said, we have a little bit different thing we're trying. And out we today, talked so. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. Uh, so. All right. Time for future Surprise, news. No That's one. when uh, Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right. We had big drama yesterday in the House of Representatives where we did not get a speaker elected in three votes. Where mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy got fewer votes on the third one than he got on the second and the first one. Oh. So, first of all, are we going to have a speaker after today? Yes. I still think no. 20 bucks. Uh, but I'm I'm much... Yesterday, I thought no for sure. Today, I think no probably, like 60-40. Okay. Because there's a chance somebody made a deal because they realized, oh, crap, they're for real about stopping this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The Talk question is, um, when we do get a speaker, because we have to get one at some point, is it going to be Kevin McCarthy, Jim Jordan, or Hakeem Jeffries? I think it's going to be Hakeem Jeffries. You know, see... That would take some major Jim weirdness. Jordan would take some major it weirdness. Would. It, it would. Know, but absolutely, I, it would. Maybe better. I don't the, know. The thing is, like, there's no argument against Jim Jordan, except that he's not Kevin McCarthy, and Kevin McCarthy has, you know, anyway, so I... I he went to the Ohio State I University. I think it's likely to be Kevin McCarthy when all is said and done, but hopefully the uh, Republicans pitching a fit will get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people do you think are they going to take for sacred, this show that's going to be filming in Pennsylvania oh, this weekend? Oh, that looks awesome. Extras probably, right? Yeah, they're looking for extras. So maybe, I don't maybe, know, a, maybe, a maybe a maybe a person or two, and then probably a hundred or so extras. You would think, maybe fifty yeah. something Man, like that. Yeah, man, this is our time to shine, Pensacola. Is DeSantis going to run for president? Yes. Yeah. Although he didn't go. Yeah. Hey, man, I love Florida for at least two years. And will other states <laughs> follow Louisiana in requiring you to prove with ID that you're old enough to access porn on the web? hope not. I yes. think they will. <laughs> Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.